Γεια σας φίλες και φίλοι. Σήμερα θα μιλήσουμε για την Ελλάδα και για το πολιτικό σύστημα της Ελλάδος. Oh, just kidding. I forgot what country I'm in. Actually, today we're going to be tuning from United States, from Washington, D.C. And since we're going to be having some English folks tuning in, I decided to speak in English. Today, we're going to be talking about the political systems, regimes, governments, and a lot more in Greece. Three measures that evaluate Greece's development is the HDI, which is 0.872, the GDP, which is $218 billion, while the GDP per capita is $23,558 million. Lastly, the Gini index in Greece is reported at 36. The reason why I chose these three measures is because they all end up dealing with the economy of the country. All these three measures have to do with the country's income. Moreover, I believe that income plays a major role in a country's development and are important to be noticed whether they increase or decrease. Also, empirical data has to do a lot and is important for many reasons. One of them is because normative statements are formed after empirical statements, which makes it possible in this case for people to judge the economy. Also, in these kind of measures, it is good to know the exact numbers from facts in order to support generalizations or make arguments. The first regime that hit Greece was named Metapolitivity. It was a period after the regime change in Greece. It was a period where after the fall of the military Huda of 1967 till 1974, that includes the transitional period, which includes the fall of the dictatorship to the 1974 legislative elections and the democratic period immediately after these elections. Despite free and fair electoral procedures, Greece falls into the lower middle ranks, about 26, with regard to democracy quality. Its score on this measure has declined by 0.2 points relative to 2014. A recently passed law has improved the transparency of political party funding, but implementation has been spotty. Prosecuting authorities have followed the government's lead, particularly on issues of corruption, but courts have shown more independence. The government has exerted considerable influence over the public broadcaster's reporting. After an effort to limit the number of allowed TV channels failed, new TV licenses were being needed for auction. Media ownership is oligopolistic in general, but the sector remains pluralistic in terms of coverage. The source of authority for my country is the Prime Minister, and my country, Greece, is a unity system. Greece also does the most it can do to ensure legitimacy. It always tries to understand people's needs, being honest to the public, and also tries to involve the citizens' voice of Greece in decision-making. Going into political institutions, Greece has a parliamentary system. The positions held by the executive is from the president of the republic and the government. Also, their powers are the following. The president has the power to declare war, to grant pardon, and to conclude agreements of peace, alliance, and participation in international organizations. The term limits for the president is a five-year term for a maximum of two years in office, and he's elected by the parliament. The legislative is the one that makes all laws, declares war, regulates interstate and foreign commerce, and controls taxes and spending policies. He is also responsible to enforce laws. The legislative branch of Greece is named as the Hellenic Parliament, or Vuliton Elinon, and it is unicameral. It is also independent, and it is not constrained by other governmental institutions. 
The highest court in the judicial branch is the Court of Cassation, or Arios Pagos, which is the Supreme Court for Civil and Criminal Law. It examines only legal and not factual issues and is the highest degree of the judicial resort. The members are appointed by a presidential degree acting on a proposal from the Higher Judicial Council. Most of the judges selected belong to the judiciary, but some of them are law professors or lawyers as the Council of State and Court of Cassations. Also, they do not have a review, and the judicial branch is largely independent, though its autonomy is under undermined somewhat by corruption. Next topic we're going to be going to be talking about is political culture and participation in Greece. A first major trend in the increasing involvement of Greeks in volunteering and social solidarity activities. Volunteering levels have traditionally been extremely low in Greece, with a country consistency being ranked near the bottom of comparative surveys of volunteering. Since the outbreak of the crisis, however, there has been a clear upturn in the number of Greeks engaging in some form of voluntary action. Across the country, nonprofit organizations have been reporting increased numbers of volunteers for a wide range of activities, including but not limited to actions to relieve the effects of the crisis. Today in Greece, due to the political culture, most people cannot be trusted, that they would rather take advantage of us and be fair, and that they are more likely to look after themselves and try to be helpful. Greek people have lost virtually all trust in politicians, political parties, and the parliament, while their trust in the institution of democracy itself is vanishing. The type of political ideology held by Greece is populism, and the types of political participation that they use are referendums and casting ballots in elections. Therefore, since there is casting ballots, it is most likely for the regime type to remain the same and not impact it as much. One politically relevant social cleavage is the Greek church. The Greek church sometimes acquires an essential political role in Greece by influencing the beliefs of the believers or by drilling straightforward pressures to the political system. Also, sometimes they create perceived lack of governmental authority and legitimacy. However, others might say that it helps them lead their politics in a better way due to these cleavages. A more interesting fact that we're going to be talking about is the party and electoral systems and citizen organizations in Greece. Greek parliamentary politics and the principle of the declared competence of parliament to the prime minister and his or hers administration. This means that the president of the republic is bound to appoint as prime minister a person who will be approved by a majority of the parliament's members. With the current electoral system, it is the leader of the party gaining the plurality of the votes in the parliamentary elections who gets appointed prime minister. Presidential candidates in Greece must win the most votes and secure at least 25% of the vote in two-thirds of Greece, reflecting the federal characteristic of this regime. Greece has also a multi-party system. Greece's multi-party system includes over 30 registered political parties with two strong parties. They're named after Nea Demokratia and Syriza. However, minor parties with regional representation can still win some legislative power. Social movements and interest groups have actually also affected social and political change. The anti-austerity movement in Greece was provoked by plans to cut public spending and raise taxes as austerity measures in exchange for 110 billion euros bailout aimed at solving the Greek government debt crisis. This made the government to save 30 billion euros through 2012, and this represented the biggest government overhaul within a single generation. 
Pluralist system promote competition among autonomous groups now linked to the state, whereas in a corporate system, the government controls access to policymaking by relying on state-sanctioned groups or single-peak associations to represent labor, business, and agricultural sectors. Last topic we're going to be talking about for today is the political and economic changes and development in Greece. The Greeks are deeply unhappy and in the overwhelming majority feel that the country has been damaged by globalization and now have little confidence in their government or institutions. The words that Greeks are most likely to use to describe their country are anger, weakness, and fear, which is really sad. Only a small percentage believes that globalization has had a positive impact on the Greek economy. Frustration with this incidence is rejected in the most of the population which states that traditional pairs and politicians are not interested in people like them. Most people believe that things continue to get worse rather than worse. There are beer and there is more pessimism for Greek society than the Greek economy. Despite the pessimism about the conditions in Greece, pride in Greek culture and history is an integral part of the sense of identity of most Greeks, though they feel the pride is beginning to diminish. Greece is a service-orientated economy with a developed public sector employing a big percentage of the country's workforce. The country traditionally depends on tourism, a sector of the economy that employs enough percentage of the workforce. The Greek economy flourished in the 2000s, but growth succeeded without creating new jobs. It relied mainly on high spending on infrastructure projects, notably in preparation for the 2004 Athens Olympics. As we've all seen and heard, consumer spending and this trend was reinforced by easy access to bank leading. The wasteful state combined with private consumption and a frivolous policy choice led to a double deficit and the failure of the state to manage the growing state budget deficit, which was paving the way of the crisis to unfold. Sequential governments, especially in the second half of the 2000s, have tolerated to the failure to effectively tax collection revenue while boosting government spending and recourse abroad lending. Therefore, apart from economic causes, political actors have played an important role in the evolution of the economic crisis. The goal of globalization is a global state, a single economic and political model, a common culture and religion. The consequences of the globalization process have resulted in terrorism. While at the beginning of the century there were many children and families, while today the majority of families have two children, and the excuse is that they have no money to raise more than one child. In Greece, the last years, even the children are a cost. Until today, you pay taxes for each one of your children. Failure to give birth to many children in Western countries means that the population has fewer young people, resulting in the country paying huge pensions and affecting the economy. Mm-hmm. When a country becomes liberalized, stock market values also rise. Liberalization reduces the political risk to investors. The liberalization of markets gives freedom to money market owners and managers to invest anywhere in the international economy and move rapidly between national economies in line with their expectations of higher profitability and security. In the last decade, the impact of supranationals in Greece were big were a big disappointment for Greece since they helped them get in crisis. Another thing that plays an important role in the way that most Greeks see themselves, is national identity. Greece, though relatively small in ethnicity, has a remarkable three-millennium cultural heritage that has profoundly influenced world history. However, 
The glamour of ancient Greece and its influence is not a part of the modern experience of the Greeks. The sovereign debt crisis has exposed has exposed, I'm sorry, deep-rooted problems affecting not only the Greek government but the entire class well. The crisis brought about a period of severe austerity imposed by countries and institutions with very negative consequences for many Greeks. Greece has also had great economic opportunities because of its geographical location and the broader climate it distinguishes to take full advantage of its natural pores and young broad. When Greece was in dictatorship, all the political oppositions were exiled and persecuted. This made a lot of people move and go to other countries. And unfortunately, this also decreased the different types of races. One thing that affects our political and economic development is natural resources. The flow of natural resources, resources that enter our economy is generally well known. Data on domestic production is available and imports are available from a wide variety of sources. Various stakeholders from industry, commerce, academia, government, and other process this data producing annual and multi-year data collections, statistics, and trends of analysis. Although this talk was relatively small, I hope you all understood a little bit more of Greece's government, of the pros and the cons of what has happened over the years. So next time someone mentions something about Greece, you will definitely know how to respond knowing some facts from this podcast. Since we're talking in the United States, and after saying a huge thank you for listening to me, Allow me to please end this podcast with saying a huge Efkarisopoli. Tune in with me for more information at Enenidenyakomadio Love Radio in Athens, Greece, and you will learn more about Greece's government and more about me as well. Thank you.